Yo, today's QOD is expect the best. Here we go. of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of seancroxton.com we got brian tracy on the show wrapping up the week and today he's going to talk about two laws of life he's going to talk about the law of belief and the law of expectation and he's also going to give you some tips as to how to raise kids with empowering beliefs and positive expectations brian tracy's coming up over the last five thousand years a series of mental laws has been have been discovered. In fact, back before the time of Christ, there were what were called mystery schools. And mystery schools were schools of people who would withdraw to the mountains and they would study for years. And over the course of the years, they would be taught these principles. Today, the great findings of the mystery schools are available to us as simple as gumdrops and newspapers. But 99.9% of people have not discovered them. So I want to give you some of the discoveries in the mystery schools, which uh, many people today are rediscovering and going, whoa, it's like a teenager discovering sex. I mean, wow. Um, <laughs> never seen it before. So the second law discovered in the mystery schools was the law of belief. The law of belief has a great cultural heritage. It's the foundation of virtually all religions and all philosophies And it basically says this, is whatever you believe with feeling becomes your, your reality. Whatever you believe with feeling becomes your reality. If you strongly believe it, your mind actually sorts out and creates almost a strainer effect, and you see the world through what is called a screen of beliefs. You do not see the world as it is, as the writer Anais Nin once said, you see the world as you are. And... You, absolutely, you actually deliberately ignore things that are inconsistent with your beliefs. And you only see things that are consistent with your beliefs. So therefore, uh, the law of belief is very powerful. Now, here's a great tragedy, is some people have beliefs, and we don't need to go into geopolitics, but some people have beliefs that are, first of all, not based on reality. They are based on completely false information, uh, which they're passionately attached to, and which are life-destroying, as opposed to life-enhancing. I don't pass judgment on anybody's belief, but the way you can pass judgment on your own beliefs is does it make you happy and does it enhance, enhance the quality of your life and your relationships? We'll give you an example. When uh, I had my first child many years ago, one of the um, child psychology books about raising children said, the role of the parent is to break the will of the child at an early age. And as it happened, that was a common teaching in the 20s, 30s, 40s, even into the 50s is that children, if they're too willful, will not respond well to instructions from their parents, so the parent's job is to break the will of the child. Well, you can imagine, we have a lot of grown people in our society who were raised by parents with that idea, and they're broken people. They're angry, they're drunk, they're alcoholic, they're overweight, they're frustrated, and so on and so forth, because at a very early age, like young Colts, they were broken. So the law of belief says that we act on, based on our beliefs, even though we have self-limiting beliefs. 
Now here's a very inter interesting point, is that no one's born with any beliefs. Every belief you have about yourself, your potential, the world, religion, politics, people, anything, every belief you had, you had to be taught meticulously with very careful instruction repeated over and over again. The worst of all beliefs are self-limiting beliefs. Now, self-limiting beliefs are beliefs where you believe yourself to be limited in some way. And so the starting point of using the law of belief on your behalf is, first of all, you ask yourself, what beliefs would it be uh, useful or helpful to me to have? And imagine that you could go to the belief store and buy a belief like a piece of software and program it into your hard drive so it became part of your operating system. But you could only choose one belief. What would be a good belief to buy? That you can do all things that you think about and want to do. That's, that you could do all things that you think about and want to do. That's almost dead on, sir. You may go now. <laughs> <laughs> well, a friend of mine spent uh, 18 years studying the biographies of more than 500 men and women who had started with nothing and became successful. And he was looking for the common denominator of success, and he found it. He found that every single one of these people throughout their lives absolutely believed that they were going to be a big success. They absolutely believed they were going to be a big success when they grew up and no matter what happened to them in their adult lives, and they never lost sight of that. Like the three wise men following the star, they felt that everything that happened was part of the process. Every setback was a lesson. Every pain was something sent to teach them something that would be helpful, and they never stopped believing in themselves. So if you could buy one belief, the belief is this, is that you are destined to be a big success, that you have incredible potential, that you're surrounded by incredible opportunities, and that you're going to be a huge success in life, and everything that's happened up to now is part of your preparation. So challenge your self-limiting beliefs. Don't ever say, I can't do that, or I'm not good at that, or something else. No, wait and say, wait, what if that's totally false? What if deep down, what if you deep down inside of you have the ability to be extraordinary at something that's important to you? Whether it's skiing or skydiving or mathematics or, 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 or selling or earning money or, or running a business, you probably have more ability than you can dream of. But don't sell yourself short. Now, in the Bible, it says, according to your faith, it is done unto you. That's one of the most important principles of the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, and the heart stands for the subconscious mind, which means a deep belief, so is he or so is she. Now, William James says, beliefs create the actual fact is that if you have the belief, it actually becomes the fact because you always act in a manner consistent with the belief, and as a result, you get the results consistent with your actions, and you can control your beliefs. Is it easy to change your beliefs, especially old negative beliefs? No, it's not easy. Is it possible? Absolutely. Is it easy to lose weight? No. Is it possible? Of course it is. Now, the number three law is called the law of expectation. Now, the law of expectation there is an entire field uh, in economics called expectations theory. There's an entire field in uh, psychology called expectations theory. Your expectations largely determine the quality of your life in this sense, is that whatever you expect with confidence becomes your self-fulfilling prophecy. Whatever you expect with confidence becomes your own self-fulfilling prophecy. In other words, you are always telling your future by the way you talk about how you think things are going to turn out. You are like a fortune teller in your own life. And if you believe that things are going to turn out well, if you expect them to turn out well, then by gum they do. If you believe that you're going to be popular and that people are going to buy 
and that you have a great product and a great company, and you're going to have a great life, and you're going to be uh, accepted and re well received by people, and then you act that way. So it's very, very important that you always expect the best. And this is the key, expect the best. Expect the best. Expect the best of yourself, expect the best of other people, but especially expect, expect the best of people who look up to you. One of the discoveries at Harvard University is that there's two qualities of child raising that raise happy, healthy kids. Two qualities, by the way, that raise happy, healthy, powerful business teams as well, and sales teams. Number one is a democratic environment. A democratic environment is where everybody is welcome to express their opinions and people discuss and debate and get feedback and so on and so forth and they make their decisions based on consensus. So everybody feels valuable and important and respected. That's number one. For kids, it's phenomenal. Ever since my kids have been little, I always ask for their opinion. What would you like to do? Where would you like to go? Now as they grow up, we take turns. Where would you like to go for dinner? Where would you like to go? And so on. And the kids decide. And now when they're adults, they feel that their opinion is valid. When they meet with other adults, they feel that their opinion is valid because they've been trained all their lives that their opinion is worth something. So number one is a democratic environment. Number two is a climate of positive expectations. Is the parents expect their kids to do well. Just like I tell my kids, you're going to be a very successful person when you grow up. You're going to do extremely well. You're going to be very popular. You're going to get good grades. When you expect the best of your children, children rise to your expectations. They may argue with you. They may reject. They may, they may discount your, your positive statements because you're a parent, but it affects them at an unconscious level. I remember reading a wonderful line from a journalist. He said, my father was not very talkative. He said, he was a good man, but he didn't talk very much. But I do remember him saying one thing which affected my whole life. He said, son, I expect you to do something worthwhile with your life when you grow up. He said, I still remember that because whenever it came up, he'd say, son, whatever you do, I expect you to do something worthwhile with your life when you grow up. He said, that rang in my mind all my life. He said, I've striven all my life to do something worthwhile with my life, just because of the positive expectations. So it's really important. Telling people that you expect the best of them, if you're married, telling your spouse that you believe in them, and that you expect the best and you believe they'll be successful. And if they're not successful, then they'll learn something or be successful next time. Just repeating that over and over again is the greatest blessing that a person can have. Okay, so expect the best. Expect the best of other people. Expect the best of yourself. That was Brian Tracy. His website is briantracy.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called How to Build Self-Confidence, Brian Tracy. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this week's episodes. I got more of that next week. Hopefully you will tune in for that. Have a great weekend and I'll see you on Monday. I'm out. Peace.